everybody. Welcome back to Coalition Live. Uh, I am so happy to bring you this episode. This is episode four of the live shows. Uh, this is the Johnsons. Uh, the Johnsons, man, I have so many different connections to this team. This is one of the first teams I've seen. Uh, I was coached by one of their players. I've worked closely on different things. So I love the Johnsons, and I'm so happy to bring you this episode. A uh, couple of sponsors. Up top, we have the Coalition Theater. Uh, go see shows. Check out rvacomedy.com or rvacomedy on any social media. Find out more information. Uh, we have shows Wednesday through Friday. Classes are starting up in March, so make sure you are subscribed to the emails that go out announcing shows and classes and uh, everything else that would fall under that umbrella. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by the RVA Podcast Network. Uh, find more information at rvapodcast.org or uh, on Instagram, RVA Podcast. Great. Well, that's all the plugs. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and jump into the episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy Coalition Live featuring the Johnsons. Good evening. Welcome to the Coalition Theater. Let's get up for our host, Thank you so much. Sorry to get that started so fast, but it's okay. It's all right. We're going to settle in. Thank you guys so much for coming out. This is Coalition Live. Live podcast, people. Ah, this up top. This is for me. This is all for me. This doing this show is an absolute dream for me. This is exactly what I want to be doing, and I'm so blessed to be here doing it. Thank you all so much for coming out. Uh, some housekeeping things up top. I'm using a microphone, but you just hear me normal. Uh, this is we're recording. This is a live podcast, so this will be released. Uh. But we're going to keep it intimate and just keep it at a talking volume. Uh, anytime, if you would like a drink, if you need to go to the bathroom, help yourself. This is snacks. <laughs> Vinny says we got snacks, everybody. Ugh, you, al- you almost got me. This is going to be a fun one, you guys. This is going to be a good one. Oh, man. Well... So what we're, what we're doing uh, with Coalition Live, this is Coalition Theater. Uh, you can take classes. You can see shows. Uh, check out the website, rvacomedy.com. There's the plug. So we do a thing here called improv. Improv is done by teams. Yeah. Oh, man. You guys can, ah. Oh, you can tell I prepared for this. Uh, so we have a couple of great teams who have done the show already, including uh, members of Big Bosses and Da Vinci. Um, so tonight we're going to be featuring uh, one of the most influential teams for me as a, as a young uh, improviser. Uh, so let's go ahead and everybody give it up for the Johnsons! Hi, friends. We have Johnson's fans. Oh, bless. John Johnson. Hi, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hi. Do we end up with an extra chair down there? We do. Are we? We have a bit of an extra chair. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, you guys. 
Hello. 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 You guys came out very uh, muted. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> this is an audio-based show. Hello. <laughs> it's pleased to meet you. Uh, real quick, up top, we're going to jump to uh, a quick plug for our sponsor. Jonathan, I believe you have uh, prepared a little... Our sponsor? Uh, no. <laughs> you didn't read the... It's improv. What is it? Is it Ardent Pilsner sponsor? sponsor? Oh, uh, let me just read the, the copy. Ardent okay. Pilsner. It's the German Pilsner. So just have, have, have at it. <laughs> have at it. That's, that's what it is. It's a, it's a Richmond beer. It's 5% alcohol. 100% fun. <laughs> One of the great radio pitch men. <laughs> Jonathan Nelson, everybody. He, he, the thing is, he truly is. I'm so sorry. I put him completely on the spot for that. I don't know if you could tell. <laughs> I could. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, let's just go ahead. Everyone, uh, I want to hear uh, who you are, what your sign is, and uh, how long you've been doing improv. Uh, sure, I'll start on this end. I'm Scott Beckett. Uh, I'm on the Taurus Aries, Aries Cusp. Uh, Ooh. So, uh, foot in both worlds. Uh, I've been doing improv, I don't know, I guess five years, six years now? Um, yeah. Hello, my name is Sean Hambright. Uh, I'm a Scorpio. I don't know what the fuck cusp I'm on. I don't. <laughs> uh, and I've been doing improv for uh, as long as Scott. <laughs> but you'd never know it from how bad I am. <laughs> yeah, hello, I'm John Hillowitz. Um, I've been. I, I am a either a Libra or a. When's your birthday? Oct- <laughs> October seventeenth. Yeah, you're a Libra. There I'm we go. Sure. Um, and yeah, I've been doing improv for about uh, six or seven years now. Uh, I'm Lauren Serpa. I'm a Libra, but I'm learning more because I just got the CoStar app. There we go. This week. Okay. And um, I've been doing improv. The same as Sean and Scottish? Yeah. Fuck you, Oh, yeah. Sean and Scottish. <laughs> Scottish, Scottish Sean. Sean. How are you doing? Uh, Sean Scott. is, uh, I believe, an Irish name. If we're just, uh, uh, I'm Jonathan Nelson. Uh, I believe I'm a cancer. Uh, yeah, you are. Uh, to everyone around me. <laughs> and uh, I have been doing improv five I- years, I believe. That's right, we took classes together. Oh. Uh, my name is Jesse Schmolly. Um, and from my outfit, you can probably guess what my star sign is. Does anybody guess? Leo. Leo, 100 fucking percent. 100 fucking percent, I'm a Leo. Yep. No cusp involved, right square, smack dab in the middle. Um, and I've been improvising for four and a half years, I, I believe. Yeah. So. Sean, if you're going to make the quip, do it in the mic. I thought I was projecting. Again. I think you'll get it. I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> well, thank you for indulging me on that. Uh, real quick, any uh, words for those Johnsons who couldn't make it? I want to just... Fuck them. Fuck the Johnsons. Send to us. The best thing to say for... It actually is the best thing to say is, is fuck them. Because sure. that is actually... They'll appreciate um, it. Yeah. ...our how we uh, sort Ooh. of break... Uh, no, this, is the, this is the perfect first story. Um, the origin story. Oh, dear. So actually, I don't... I don't I don't personally know where it comes from, but before all of our shows, how we kind of huddle and, and get together is we say, fuck the Johnsons. So right. I think Sean, or excuse me, Scott, you know the story. Yeah, the, the Johnsons have built over time. The, the first 
uh, four of us here are OG Johnsons, and then uh, Jonathan and uh, Jesse were um, uh, later additions, uh, which we were uh, very grateful for. But uh, you, get, you get less Johnson the more you go down. <laughs> right. That's, That's all the way true. no Johnson. Lighter, That's lighter not true. Enough. They're maximum Johnson. They're um, improved, <laughs> new and improved. Uh, but when we, yeah, when we first got together, um, the, we got the name the Johnsons from, like, one of our very first, like, practice sets in Patrick Gantz's basement. Um, and uh, the, the through line in the set uh, was that there, uh, the, the, the set was, like, uh, all around a, like, a suburban neighborhood. And there was a family called the Johnsons that everybody hated. And, like, everybody was, like, bonding over their shared hatred of the Johnsons. I just remember Alan Vollmer. Shout out Alan Vollmer, uh, who, uh, who's not here. Uh, but, um Welcome. <laughs> Fuck Alan Palmer. Uh, yeah, he did. He did this. Uh, like it was uh, like two or three people talking about how annoying it was having the Johnsons in the neighborhood, and uh, he did this great Canadian cross where he like uh, was pantomiming being on a bicycle and he was riding by and he was like, hey guys, fuck the Johnsons. And they were like, hey, fuck the Johnsons. Uh, and, and that's how both how we got our name, the Johnsons, and, uh, and how we got our, our motto, fuck the Johnsons. I think it was actually like one of our last practices before we went on stage for the first time and we still didn't have name. Right. So, yeah. I cannot believe that you have all those details in your head. <laughs> I think and this is this is what Scott Beckett contributes yeah. to the team. Oh is like we have to very, let him tell all the rest of the very stories. minute details and yeah. encyclopedia. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Having been under the tutelage of uh, Scott Beckett, I can <laughs> definitely attest to the encyclopedia brain. Uh, real quick, uh, from Gantz. Uh, Gantz couldn't be here, the coach of the Johnsons, but he wanted to say that he loves you all. Aww. Fuck him. Improv dad. No, we love, we love Patrick Gantz. Yeah, uh, uh, let, me, let me hear what it's like to work under uh, Gantz a little bit. Um, anything come to mind just right off the bat? Uh, terrifying? <laughs> no, I'm just uh, kidding. Just, no, no. It's I great. Mean, he, um... He has even more of an encyclopedic mind, and he has some really brilliant ideas about how improv should be done. And, you know, I, I learned probably the most from him than I did from any of the teachers. Um, I'm sorry, other guys. So, <laughs> so the thing is, like, uh, if people have taken improv, uh, this is going to be real inside, but just imagine going to Improv 301 uh, Every once a week for five years. <laughs> For five fucking years, and just yeah, you're you're just doing hard pattern stuff just all the time, and uh, it was uh, it was essential. Yeah, it was it was essential for us. Yeah, and I I joined the Johnsons two and a half years ago, three years ago, something like that. Um, and I am just like a just character emotion person on stage, and just sort of get on stage and just melt into goo into feelings. And so it kind of felt like going into the military. It felt very red. <laughs> I can attest to the same exact that feeling. Scenario, yeah. yeah, where it's like it, pretty intimidating. You're walking into a space that like someone who has a very strong specific viewpoint on how improv is done and runs practice very regimented but honestly I really appreciate that because I'm someone that doesn't like my time wasted so going to a Johnson's practice is like we hang out we like say hello have fun and then we get down to it and it's like there is a lesson plan there's curriculum there's stuff we need to learn and it feels it's actually really nice it like feels like you're continually getting better that's so, what I was gonna say like yeah. we always had like a structured thing we were working on forever every time but also Patrick was really like flexible so like if one of us came in like I remember one time you came in Jesse and you were like I've been thinking about this kind of thing I don't remember what it was but he was like oh great never mind let's do a different thing and we, he like p put a tv down there and we watched like an episode of something and then Seinfeld. We, we watched Seinfeld yeah. yep oh, yeah yeah and then I remember Rick and Morty whole, one time too yeah yeah we watched some of that and then our whole practice would just be like okay see that thing they did 
let's use that mechanic and put it into what we're working on. I don't know. I was just good at just flipping a switch to something else we wanted to work on. Yeah. Every once in a while, too, it would be like a, 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 a respite from practicing. We'd have like a birthday party or something and celebrate that. Um, every once in a while, we played some games. Uh, I remember playing set. Did you guys play set? Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's a pattern game with, uh, like, different cards. It's always a pattern. What? <laughs> yeah, it's a card game, and you try to match up things that are in this, like, matrix of nine cards. Um, it's really hard, and he always finds the most in just out there patterns. I, I can't do it. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. John lost set. <laughs> I lost every time. Did you... Is it is it true that you guys put on a show in his basement? Oh yeah, yeah big time. A re, like a show, like yeah, full yeah. on show. Yeah, pack played, and I think middle management. Is that, yeah. is that right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. It was like an improv house show. It was the weirdest fucking thing. <laughs> he said that he said to ask you guys about cat parade. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we we it was like it was like maybe like our second or third set even like I think we did one on there was like a like a sneak preview of the new house teams us and Da Vinci at the theater but then like I think it was literally our second or third show was in Patrick's basement with uh, Nick Levesky who was still kind of like a man of mystery he had like swooped into town from sh- Chicago and it was like Patrick's Chicago friend. Uh, uh, they did a set and middle management did a set and it was like kind of a packed house. I mean, I think it was all like friends and family, but like still it was like a, it's a good crowd in his basement. And we did a, just like a, I mean, we, I, I don't, I'll just speak for myself. We felt like, or I felt hopelessly outmatched by, um, um, by, uh, middle management and, uh, and pack. But, um, we actually did a really fun set that like. It, like, I, it was high energy, but it felt, like, a little loose and weird. Uh, but then um, there was, like, a That's scene. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a scene where, like, two cats were, like, rolling around on the ground just kind of being very cat-like. And then somebody did a Canadian cross as a mouse. Uh, and then the cats just kept being cats. And then uh, the mice, like, eventually, it got to the point where, like, the mice were, like, conga-ing behind the cats. Um, <laughs> Scott, it was, you, it was, you've used the term Canadian cross twice. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> You are a smart man. And uh, it sounds we like you're it. describing what was a, was set there by the first settlers who thought they had discovered Canada. Uh, maybe you could describe for those who don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Like yeah. me, who doesn't remember what the hell that is. A Canadian cross is just like you just cross a scene and you just throw out a one-liner. And you keep going, right? Very Canadian. You, you entered... You entered... <laughs> You enter the scene, you drop one line, and you keep moving. Like, you never stop. You, you walk across the stage and never stop moving. You drop one line, you enter and exit. Yeah. And, and then you say Suri at the end, and that's why it's going to It's a little fun endowment thing. I think, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but what kind of feels fun about being a part of this team is that it really feels like a group of coworkers that have, like, are part of, like, a like comedy nonprofit where we all believe very strongly in the mission and like when we're together we really feel strongly about our time together and then like we disperse and have our own lives and I, I don't know but like that sort of feels like the the way that we do this and I really like it I don't know yeah I, I, I found it interesting to hear about the other teams that like got all buddy buddy and they go on trips together and like spend weekends <laughs> right. together and went to different bars together and they just said like no we clock in we clock out yeah, yeah. yeah. we don't want to okay. be around each other for too long I, I just learned everybody's last names at <laughs> Along the line here, so we, we did go out for tacos once. Oh, we 
we've gone on a Latin tour. Have we've gone yeah. on a Latin tour. Wait, y'all went out for tacos? When the fuck was this? <laughs> you motherfuckers. We no, have but, gone on trips. Yeah, that's the big oh, yeah. thing. We've gone, on, we've gone on a lot of festival trips together out of town. Uh, and that's yeah. been a, a, a super fun. We've stayed in hotels together. Yeah. So we know each other. That's bonding. Times. That's bonding. <laughs> well, let's hear about some of these trips. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, real quick, oh, where are some of the places that you would go? The first one. The first Baltimore trip. Well, like I'll, I'll turn it over quickly, but I do want to like the one thing I will say like the Johnson should take credit for is cracking the Baltimore market for the Coalition Theater. Like we were, we were the first in Baltimore. We were regulars in Baltimore, uh, uh, and yeah, we always had a lot of fun in Baltimore. And the first one, especially fun. Yeah. <laughs> and weird. Yeah, we like showed up for this festival and it was our first festival set ever. And it was raining, and Sean's wicked late, so we're all nervous he's not going to get there. And we're like, okay, we're here. Where do we warm up? And they're like, we don't have a place, sorry. And it's raining outside. So we're like, oh, no. So we found this awning around the side of the building. And we're shaking it out, you know, kind of being goofy. And these sad old people keep walking by us. And we're just like, oh, excuse us, excuse us. And finally someone's like, can you not do that here? There's a wake in here. And directly behind the stage where we were performing, like directly behind the stage, attached to where we were, there was a wake happening. And so... Yeah, when we walked in from where we were, we walked past the wake (laughs) to get to where we had to perform and where the show was happening. I think it'd be good to add that um, the venue was an abandoned church. The stage was was so weird. It was like five feet high. So everybody had to, like, break their necks to watch. This place looked like a bombed-out, like, World War II uh, <laughs> church, you know? Like yeah. in Dresden or somewhere. Was how, was, how was the set? <laughs> not how, great. How, not <laughs> great, Jonathan. <laughs> weird energy. Yeah, our, 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 our road shows are pretty fucking weird, and we don't usually feel that great about them afterwards. I, I, I disagree. Uh, <laughs> well, after a while, I was like, fuck it. And, and I, after that mindset switch i was like completely fine with every set we did oh and that reminds me of a set we did in uh, north carolina yeah. where i uh so if i remember what was happening on stage correctly oh, no. i think that uh i think townsend yeah townsend hart who uh yeah fuck her, fuck her. Fuck uh, uh, but she uh was with us on that show and she uh, i guess was giving birth on stage uh you know had her legs spread here baby coming out and uh, I think I was there in the front, and I, and I was like, okay, how are we going to de- detach the umbilical cord? And I decided to use my teeth, yep. tore apart the umbilical cord to birth the baby there on stage. And somebody out in the audience was like, I guess that's how they do it in Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. You're goddamn right it is. Yeah. It's like, how, what do you do? Yeah. What else are your teeth for? You know, it's a logical <laughs> next step. It's a rite of passage. Yeah. You want to go by biting an umbilical cord? That's how you want to die? By biting an umbilical cord, bringing a life into the world. How many times uh, have the Johnsons been to Dell Close Marathon in New York City? Just oh, yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where are some other places that you guys would go? I've seen the Twitter account. I feel like you guys were one of the first that I know, like in, in the local area, like here, to do improv team social media which is now too much um if lauren did not do her due diligence we wouldn't go to any 
conferences. <laughs> we would do no festivals, and we probably wouldn't have anything online. So, I like you. going to festivals. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is always one on every team that does all the like um, work. Yeah, admin stuff. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, we went to we went to the, what New York twice, Baltimore a whole bunch of times, North Carolina a couple of times. We went to DC. My yeah. favorite time we went to DC. Uh, I think Jonathan, you were in the car and John was driving, <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Um, we got into this parking garage and we're you know <laughs> trying to get to our show on time, <laughs> and. <laughs> Right as we're getting into this spot, Jonathan and I notice that John's about to hit, like, um, a concrete column in the parking garage. And we're like, John, John, whoa, 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 you're going to hit this star. And what did he say? Something like, I'm a fucking parking guy. Okay, Something like that. that. He's like, I've got this. He's like, he was, it was all confident. And then <laughs> the exact words were, uh, I got the skills to pay the bills. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that is. That's what you remember. And then we. And, and then did we you? Yes. We hit it right after that. It was just like, you know? And, <laughs> and Jonathan and I were just, like, trying not nice. to laugh because we were just like, we said, and he did it anyway, you know? And then John got out, and, you know, he laughed, and then we were like, oh, my God, that was so funny. So you, you scar your vehicle so you remember the trips, and you say, hey, I remember Baltimore where I ran into this thing because there's a dent in my car. It's like a yeah, tattoo. A souvenir of sorts. <laughs> so if you guys are all business, how was traveling? Because Baltimore is what five hours? Five hours? Three? 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 I don't. Four? How the fuck are you going it's to Baltimore? Three. That's the only amount of time you're allowed to spend in Baltimore. <laughs> five hours? <laughs> Maybe on like Memorial Day weekend. Or okay, something. fine. I'm not from Virginia. Okay. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Three hours. <laughs> fuck Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> wow. Also, wow. fuck the Johnsons, okay? Like, All right, just, fair. Just because we're like yeah. coworkers doesn't mean we're not only, friends. Only we can so, say that's that. What I'm saying. How, You're going to be friends it? with your coworkers, Jonathan. Okay. Well, I'm learning a lot. I'm learning where Baltimore is. I'm learning how to deal with my coworkers. You ever had a There's crab a cake, happening. Jonathan? <laughs> They're the best. Thanks. No, not you. Oh. <laughs> me, me! I'm, t- <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm talking about crab cakes. Baltimore, man. <laughs> that shit is... Fucking uh, <laughs> crucial. Trips were fun. I thought we we all get along really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think we're all like really easygoing, agreeable people. So it would just be like, you guys want to go to this place to meet? Yourself. Everybody's like, cool. <laughs> no, it was cool. I don't know. I always felt like it was easy to travel together. They're running the vacuum cleaner upstairs. <laughs> I thought it was a bandsaw. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that completely fuck? derailed me. Uh, so I, one thing I'm curious about, uh, Da Vinci... <laughs> they got pennies all over their floor or something. <laughs> it broke the fucking... <laughs> it broke the fucking vacuum cleaner. This is why you come to the live shows. This Aww. is what you get for coming yeah. to the live shows. Uh, so Da Vinci, you guys like stayed in the house, is that right? Like one house, everyone's on a couch or a bed. Do you guys like Airbnb it or like separate hotel rooms or We're usually hotel rooms? Not separate. Yeah, we're we're cramming in there. Cram them. Yeah, like maybe four per room if we do a hotel. If it's an Airbnb, we make sure it's got enough room for everybody to crash on the floor at least. Sure. Yeah. The Airbnb in New York was the tiniest. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. tiniest. I was just telling John before 
before the show, I was like, I'm going to tell a story about you, and I hope that you don't hate me. Because, <laughs> I, I was like, because I was so mad at you. You can't hate him more than day. he hates himself. <laughs> we, like, get to this Airbnb, and there, and um, we are performing at Del Close Marathon, which is, you know, 24-hour marathon in New York. And I crashed my car into a post. No, that was D.C. No. That was D.C. Um, <laughs> and... Um, we get to the Airbnb, and we realize there are three beds, whatever. So we did, we're trying to decide what we want to do for the night, but our set is at 9.30 in the morning. So we're like, we could go watch improv all night long, or we could, like, sleep so we have a relatively decent set. And right before we decide to go to bed, John pops an Adderall. So... Um, John pops an Adderall before we all go to bed. <laughs> So he's just up. <laughs> and uh, we all went to sleep, except uh, those three beds were taken by boys, and I slept in the dining room on the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I still like John now. <laughs> that next day, though, I was like, well, he was awake the whole time sitting in that bed. That's the Adderall card. He was awake. <laughs> I had to keep a steady supply going through the next day. Just to make it. One would have to. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot imagine. That's it. Uh, let's see. That's all from Gantz. Oh, wow. Uh, so you guys performed for, I, I don't remember, uh, the, David had the exact number. It was like over 100 shows? Well, I don't yeah. know. Is it under? Uh, sure. Probably, well, sure. Sounds like shows. a good number. Let, yeah, let's right. go with it. Let's, yeah, yes. let's say that. Just to say that's... Uh, a lot of shows. I think maybe I've done 100 shows, but like with one team, that sounds like a lot. Um, what would you say that the benefits were for performing were for five years beyond just getting to know each other? Like, what are some things specifically with, with other people uh, that you can let us in on? Just comfort. Like, I know, like, all these guys' moves, like, how they're going to respond to what I do. And they all know exactly what kind of stuff I like to do. So there's, like, a level of comfort that I don't have with anybody else with them. And I just know whatever I do, they're just going to jump out and support it. Yeah. I was just going to say, um, because, like, our kind of, um, I feel like our mission statement is really patterns and games yeah. and following, going back to that we're a comedy nonprofit um, coworker, <laughs> and um, just spreading the good word. Uh, but that... <laughs> We know we're called. That's what I mean. But we know that if one person makes a move, everyone else on this team is going to fall in line. And it's it's also nice to know like what everybody's like little superpower is and what they're really good at. So you know, if you step on stage, like you know what kind of scene you can really make it to heighten it. Um, and that that's just really fun to like know what buttons you can push and know like what what fun little secrets certain people have in terms of their tool belt. Yeah, I would like totally echo uh, what everybody said about. I mean, obviously, like if you do a sh if you do a hundred shows with the same eight people, like you're going to get to know each other, like Lauren said, and know each other's moves and, and have that comfort. But um, the one thing that I think was unique to the Johnsons because we were so pattern focused uh, was this like blind faith in the pattern um, that like, uh, and, and I think that that's why Gantz called out um, uh, Mouse Parade because obviously that <laughs> to hear that scene described sounds pretty terrible. But we got some left. Um, it was called Cat. Cat parade earlier in the podcast. To be, to be fair, hearing any improv scene described is awful. That's true. Let's, let's be fucking real here. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, I, 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 like, one thing I, I see the Johnsons do more than other teams is like a real blind faith in the pattern where somebody does something weird, and even if somebody supports it, if that was another team, 
Um, you see everybody kind of like hesitantly trying to figure out how to clean this scene up. Whereas like in the Johnsons, when something weird happens, you see everybody's eyes light up, even though like nobody knows what's going on yet, but like everybody realizes the potential in this weird energy and we just blindly follow it. And like nine times out of 10, it gets somewhere fun. Yeah. And if not, usually Sean will walk in and say something funny and <laughs> it's like, for oh, Sean. Good. You I'll, took us out of it. I will black that shit out. We're doing no, that's Sean's superpower, ending a scene and making it all kind of make sense when we're just like, we're rolling around on the floor, we don't know how to go. I mean, yeah, that's a kind of one of the, like, the real, for me, the comfort of the team is to, like, know uh, there have been so many times when I've been like, what the fuck am I doing on stage? <laughs> but then it's like, I, somebody will come in and justify it and make me feel like I, I did something great, when it's like, I was just... <laughs> feeling, I was just like out there feeling like, stop looking at me. I feel, I don't know why it came out here. But then someone will like justify that. So the pattern, uh, you know, can be very, uh, a very much a saving grace within our team, you know, uh, making it feel very comfortable to do whatever the heck you want. And then knowing that because of our, uh, our rigid programming within our cult, we we always know uh, what to do next. Yeah, we would wear shock collars at <laughs> practice. <laughs> We made bad moves. He had a little button he would press. I don't think many people will put it above Gantz to try that out. That was uh, a joke. So I set out this crockpot to get some questions. I got two questions. One of them I can ask. Awesome. And it's, it's from Summer. Who smells the best? Not me. <laughs> Not I. And that was the question I could ask. In this very moment... I'm wearing flower perfume. It could be me. <laughs> it's probably Lauren. It's Lauren. I invite you to smell. Oh, we'll bring it on in. We got somebody sniffing live. This is some live radio. Good. Good. <laughs> Stay hydrated. It's Stay not hydrated, always me. So we've established, at least in the moment, it's Lauren. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for right now. Lauren. It could okay. be any of us except for Sean at any point. That's true. <laughs> Brings the musk. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so I want to hear about some of you guys' favorite moments. Anything come to mind specifically uh, that you would like forever on audio? Uh, <laughs> when I, I was looking at Jonathan uh, eagerly earlier, I was remembering a trip to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Passion, heat, uh, romance. No, um, no. <laughs> there was a, there was one trip to North Carolina where we uh, we were all uh, up in the hotel room. I think like we even went out later, but like we were all up in the hotel room, and uh, there may have been some chemicals or substances. I don't know. That's not important. Uh, <laughs> we're chemists. Lysol. <laughs> uh, but we ended up uh, brainstorming a television show that I think. Uh, so this is where like I'm not going to have the whole idea, but uh, somebody will. Uh, We'll be able to, to fill in the details. It was something about like a, a it was a, a blend between uh, MacGyver, but MacGyver being a duck. Yes, I do. I remember that. I remember <laughs> the duck. I remember the duck. Yeah, I think it was the idea was just to take audio clips from MacGyver <laughs> and then put it underneath of stock footage of ducks just <laughs> swimming around. Again, uh, there were substances <laughs> involved, nice and then I believe we started like searching, like researching duck stock footage <laughs> that very evening. 
Never mix bleach and ammonia. Right. I think for, for me, like a kind of a recurring delight is whenever we go touring or go out somewhere. I don't know if you've all ever seen Jonathan Nelson dance, but it's yes. really oh, It's something to see. It's lovely. one of my favorite things. Yeah, it's really lovely. So just any opportunity. Do you think they would like to see him dance? This is great for an audio spot. podcast. No. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. It's you know, there's a context for it. I do love to dance. Uh, what's the point of having a body if you don't fucking move it? Fair. You know. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's the thing about a lot of uh, lovely music uh, that you've played there. That's the thing about a lot of uh, a lot of festivals is that you know they'll always have like an after party. So that's always a lot of fun to like just get together because usually it's just the, it's just us there because it's like who are these other weirdos because people who do improv are weird people they are and it's like we are normal so uh <laughs> but it's like you know it's weird to go there you don't usually end up meeting a lot of other people at those festivals yeah, it's just like a bunch of really socially awkward people exactly. in the dark just like moving around weirdly but that means we can just have we usually just have ended up having a lot of fun ourselves at those after parties like dancing you know so that's always fun one of my favorite memories is from a, uh, I think it was we were in North Carolina sharing a hotel room. I think it was like, was it you and Townsend in a bed? Or, Probably. And then it was me and Alan in the other bed. Oh, yeah. And uh, for, for whatever reason, Alan Vollmer and I, we were, uh, we just started so cute. doing, uh, like we were just like arguing like a couple back and forth. <laughs> but first it was like we were both using Australian accents. <laughs> And uh, like arguing in the dark while there's no lights on in the bed in the in this hotel room with Pretty two sure different I was, beds. I think Towns I was trying to sleep on the floor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sean was in the same room sleeping on the floor. I forgot all about it. So now. while everyone's trying to sleep, Alan and I were arguing in in different accents. Uh, first Australian and then German, I believe. Uh, but it's really a thing that'll lull you to sleep on the floor. That's right. I too was on the floor, but I was enjoying it. I, I forgot how many people were in the room. I thought it was so cute. I fell asleep to that. <laughs> I still remember it fondly. If there's anybody I would argue with in bed, it's Alan. Alan, yeah. If only he was here, we could I have know, you guys reenact that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, we had one fun time when we were in um, New York, uh -huh. and um, uh, when the set was over, we were like, "Let's party in New York!" Because it was a really weird set. It was well, so weird. I oh feel my like God. all tour sets are bad. Is this the night? Is this the nine thirty in the morning set? No, this was like this in was the like evening. Ten thirty at night yeah. on a Saturday. Oh, it was like a good trip? time, and it was trip. a bad set. Yeah, it was a bad set. Yeah. What? Was this the second trip? Oh, those first yeah, trip. First. The second trip was the nine thirty in the morning one. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. Guess yeah. It was the first. I only went on the second one. I thought I only went on the first one. No. Okay. Second one. Incorrect. Yeah. But uh, after the set, I feel so bad because um, Alan actually like drove up to New York, made it like just in time for the set and then had to leave right after oh my God. yeah it was so crazy but um afterward you know jesse and me were like we're taking the town and so townsend <laughs> said that we could stay at a place that she was like house sitting in queens and it turned out to be a one bedroom itty bitty little place and we were all sleeping together on a murphy bed mm -hmm. that pulled out of the wall wow yeah, it was, I mean, it was really kind of, it was and awesome. there was a lot of, like, macabre accessories in this apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Just, like, little skulls and it's stuff. definitely like a dude's place. Yeah, it was, like, very fun, you know? If yeah. the bed's hidden in the wall, something else has to be. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that place. A plethora of other little bones. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, there were other bones, too. <laughs> 
I was a little worried that story Maybe started out with like, it was a good time. Bad set. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was. Bad set, lots of bones. Well, it was like, apparently, apparently there were a bunch of people in the audience, and then the set went before us was very offensive. And, uh, That's how they do it in Richmond. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, friends of Alan's were the only people that any of us knew in the audience. And they said that during the set before ours, everybody got so offended, they all left except them. Oh and so God. when we walked out, it was just like three people that Alan knew in the room, and that was it. Oh and we were like, wow, it sounded like there were so many people out here before. Yeah. It's just quiet. Yeah, it was weird. So you didn't kill. <laughs> no, not at all. We, well, we couldn't see anything, so we would just like say something, and we'd be like, "Yeah, that was funny," and just like cr- crickets. <laughs> no one. Absolute silence. Yeah. You only had three people to impress, so. We didn't know that though. We couldn't see them until after. Yeah. There's no laughter. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So t- t- no, have, no, uh, there was none of that. Champions here. <laughs> So just just so I know, uh, how long is the drive to New York? <laughs> Approximately five, six, six hours. hours. Five, six hours. Did we take the train? We took the train, right? Uh, we took a bus. Oh, the bus. We yeah. took a bus so the second China time. Town bus? Yeah, we took China, China, China bus. bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was great. Yeah. Don't trust John with facts is what we learned. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pill popper. curious to know since I'm hijacking this interview um, <laughs> no just like what what is each person like what do you all see as each person's like skill set on the team ooh that's yeah. what I wanted to know earlier you're welcome Jonathan yeah. <laughs> well yeah. we already established that Sean can come out and put a really great end to yeah, a he weird does a scene I will he black out any scene you give me yeah, yeah. <laughs> And yeah. something that you've made terribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's our clean. He'll clean up. Yeah, he's Scott, our closer. Scott's but he a never detail. smells the best. No. No. We didn't. Hey, it's say. a give and take. That's why he comes out last. <laughs> uh, Scott Lauren is very good at creating an environment and object work. Right. And Lauren's like, the, the most. The rest of us are always like really embarrassed because like, oh, we like come out and just like talk at each other, and then Lauren comes out and like makes things, and it's like feeling about this space, and like like it's cold in her scenes, or it's like in the attic, and we're like, fuck, like she like makes yeah. she makes the environment around her, and that's like so you know it's really important. So yeah, like yeah. like probably the note that we got from Gantz the most was, well, thank you, Lauren, yeah. for moving. <laughs> I'm glad Lauren moved in that yeah, right, scene. Yeah. Maybe some of you things. would like to move. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about what about Jesse? What's Jesse's strength? Oh God, I can't. Uh, Jesse, like, did you overlap with Townsend at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I guess I, I, memorable. It's, it's, like, I, like, I'm because I, I feel like you were sort of like our uh, uh, replacement Townsend of like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like because like because you guys were both like very like character very um, like big energy big character like big bold moves like just entering the stage like confidently with like an energy that was infectious um, so yeah like it, yeah now that I think back you guys definitely overlapped but like because Townsend stepped away uh, now she's like an important Hollywood person um, <laughs> uh, uh, but and you like you like uh, had that similar uh, energy and 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 filled that gap after uh, well we never had a gap because you were here. Uh, when, when she left. <laughs> uh, 
Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well said. Well said. Uh, I'd like to add that Jesse can sing. Jesse can sing like none other. Yeah, that's true. Jesse, yeah, Jesse got an amazing voice. She's uh, great at characters. She's also great at remembering things Patrick talks about in practice and bringing that to stage. Yes. Very, which is not something I've ever been good at. And where like, it's very, like, oh yeah, Patrick has to do that on stage, and Jesse's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness someone remembered. Uh, also, that, that's great. I mean, you're like good at usually like uh, transitions that uh, bringing those yeah, those the, elements. Yeah, back. the queen of the like musical uh, edits. Yes, and, yeah. and edits in general. Like we can tell when Jesse's not at a show because we're like way too long into a scene, and oh, we're just like, why minutes. didn't it end? Why? Did, oh, Jesse's not here. Oh, we should end it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that was practiced. <laughs> I would say John is our actor. Yeah. He, yes. He can really, yeah. Big characters, like very, like, awesome facial expressions, like hold your body in ways that are, like, really interesting. I don't know, just, like, really make a cool-looking character in, like, really interesting moves. You, you do, like, really sort of... Yeah. Yeah, actors. Not afraid to get weird. Oh, yeah, no, I'm... I live my life weird. I'm just weird all around. I bring it everywhere I go. It's just the thing that I have. <laughs> it's my talent, is what I'm trying to say. The, the, it, the, yeah, like, no, John is the number one guy where, like, my, my default move, uh, if John steps on stage and then I follow him on stage, I just go, I'm just going to copy him because he's going to do something interesting. <laughs> so I'm just going to follow that interesting move. Yeah, uh, no, nah, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> But it was something nice about John. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, like, Jonathan um, is, uh, I mean, like, I'm going to start specific and get general. But, like, specifically, Jonathan is, like, great at accents, oh my God, great at accent. big characters. So Jonathan's great at, like, bringing out, and, like, I mean, he's great with those specifics, like, those details of, like, oh, it's an accent, it's a nationality, it's something like that. But then, like, uh, there's an emotional perspective behind that, and he sticks the emotional perspective, like, I think more consistently than anybody else in the Johnsons, like, more than most people in the theater. Like, he, like, he, he does that. Like, you get that note all the time of, like, yeah, just have an emotional perspective. Thank you so and then much. <laughs> filter anything that happens through that. And, like, J J Jonathan has, like, the most resilient uh, emotional perspectives, I think, of any, of any improviser I've, I've worked with. Yeah, I agree. And just plays, like, these fleshed out, really great characters. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, not like a skeleton of a character, but like just always you know. fun to watch. Like yeah. uh, when I've seen Jonathan do improv, it's like watching like uh, like Robin Williams or somebody like that. It's something. I'm sorry, I don't mean to like <laughs> jerk him off too hard, but that's how I feel. It was just like, what this this dude is fucking funny. What are uh, what are you guys? Wait, hold on, Scott. Yeah. Oh no, but, but I, I want to hop on Jonathan real quick. Oh, okay. uh, Here I am. <laughs> Oh, no, jerk him off. It feels great. <laughs> For me, too. He, he has an, an incredibly smooth penis. <laughs> this is why we have That's some girls on the team. That's actually not true. Um, <laughs> what do you guys... <laughs> he, sorry. He's got enough for all of us to jerk him off at the same time. True. Why is this That's happening? A turn. That's a good turn. My okay. bad, my bad. It's okay. Right. We were going to get there anyway. It was on the notes. That's uh, <laughs> But I want to know what's your guys' favorite... Uh, Jonathan Nelson's accent, like, what's your... Mine is the Australian. Yeah, that's well, mine. Well, because there's the New Zealand, too. I love the New Zealand. Oh. We've already yeah. done this on a previous podcast no, that's Jonathan, fine. so... That's fine. I wasn't going to ask you to... I want to know what their, their favorites were, because they were around See all the time. episode. 
One time Jonathan was at my house and, and you were just like talking and I was like, Australian, <laughs> New Zealand, <laughs> Australian, New Zealand, Australian, New Zealand, Australian. And you were just playing along and thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> there's a scene and I th- this is up on YouTube, which I'm very grateful for. Uh, there's a scene that Jonathan and I, and I were in and Jonathan made me look very good by doing his accent and being a great improviser. It was just like I was like this again, describing improv scenes is the dumbest thing ever, but I'm going to do it. Um, I was like a stoner millionaire, and Jonathan was my proper English butler. Uh, Sorry, you say the worst thing ever? I think you the best <laughs> thing ever. Yeah, it's true. Well, although I will say, like, imagine that scene. It sounds funny. It was funnier live. Um, uh, uh, but, yeah, like, I just, like, I came out as, like, a stoner, and Jonathan came out as an English butler. So I was like, well, I guess I'm a really rich stoner. Um, and I just kept asking for food. And Jonathan was just, like, more and more excited that he, like, was able to deliver my rich millionaire uh, needs. And uh, uh, I, I never felt like more taken care of as an improviser than in that scene. It's so good. You're hungry. <laughs> uh, well, I would say about Scott, uh, uh, Scott is, a, as you can see from all of the, I don't remember any improv set. I don't, I don't have any Not memory anything. of anything Same. I've ever done on stage. Scott is an amazing detail uh, person, you know. I mean, and he brings that into every improv scene, you know. Uh, he's almost got Patrick Gantz's level of pattern brain, uh, where it's like he can, he, he knows, he's like keeping track of what's coming next. So it's like, uh, since we always play so pattern heavy, uh, Scott's the person I can rely on to make sure that, you know, what I do doesn't fall out of place because, you know, he's always keeping track of like, how do we make this make sense? Like, what are the details? What are all the little pieces? Uh, you know, he's got that, uh, like, a beautiful mind, uh, like everything. Oh, the boar, it's all connected. It's all there in his head, and he sees it all, uh, yeah. keeping track of all of us. Yeah, Scott is dynamite at bringing the pattern back hard. Yeah. yeah. yeah just, just making sure that shit does not get dropped whatsoever. And Scott, like, knows a lot about everything. Yeah. So anything that this comes up, he has, like, real-life knowledge about. The rest of us are just, like, making stuff up. He's like, actually. Uh, and he could just go into, you know, some real stuff. It's, it's really cool. And that beard, you guys. <laughs> Great it's beard. It's mighty right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> mighty. Well, I wanted to, because we have some people in the audience who seem to know some of uh, you guys. So say, does anybody in the audience have any questions they want to throw out? It's okay if you don't. I just figured I'd <laughs> see. Um, my question is, um, are we all still okay? <laughs> <laughs> Good, Shamanique. Shout out to Sham. Um, do y'all still rehearse? But this is a three-parter. Okay. But when did y'all stop rehearsals? And then how did it feel like that next week or like weeks following when you like? didn't have that like Wednesday or Tuesday that you had rehearsals. I feel like Lauren and I have talked about this before. A lot. Yeah. I've been just bringing it up to everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's sort of like we're we're missing being around the the gang, you know? Um, Because to me, because we practice literally every week for For years. years. And it was like really regimented that it feels like, oh God, what do we do with our Tuesday nights? And also I'm a bad improviser now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck yeah. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Yeah. When am I going to get my reps in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys stopped around last year when the new house team started, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah but we were like, okay, we're still going to practice twice a month, like the two <laughs> weeks before our shows. Yeah, right. But Patrick put me and Jesse teaching classes on Tuesday nights, which was our practice night for the next eight weeks at that point. And we were like, cool, cool. So we're going to take like an eight week break. 
while Jesse and Lauren are teaching, and then we're going <laughs> to jump right back into those practices, and we haven't. No. Do you guys want to? <laughs> yeah, should this, is this a reunion? <laughs> I definitely miss it. It is, an, it is a reunion, at least, yeah. Patrick got this awesome sign somebody made for him at his job, and what does it say? It's in the basement, like home of the Johnsons oh, or something. Yeah, yeah. They literally put it up the night before our last practice, I think, <laughs> yeah. and then we were like, oh, great, no, it's fine, we're going to be down here all the time. We haven't been back there since. I know, yeah. We, you, you, haven't, you haven't practiced once in a whole year? I did no. with someone else. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> like, so the place we, we practiced primarily was his basement. Yeah, I, w- I want to get really into this basement because you guys are the only ones that I know of that really know this place. And I think a lot of people are pretty curious at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, I think most house teams from the Coalition Theater have generally practiced within the theater space itself, I think. Woo! So, yeah, theater space. <laughs> Big ups to the theater. Uh, no, the basement. To the Coalition Theater? We're not going, no. <laughs> Gantz's basement. I want to hear about Gantz's yeah. basement. I, I, I want to, like, okay, so um, his wife for, I don't know, his birthday or Christmas or something, like, set up the basement like a stage and put up curtains and stuff. So it was really cool. We had, like, this nice little place to practice. We have wings. Yeah. Yeah. Not chicken wings, but, like, wings like you have on a <laughs> like stage. A stage wings. Wings. Like a theater would have yeah. wings. Red Bull wings. Thank you, Jonathan Nelson, for keeping the non-improv people in the loop. Yeah, I just want people to loop. know what we're talking about. Accessible. In the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picturing, like, little Christmas lights hanging from the ceiling and little chairs just, like, for an audience, like the show you guys did, or a chance to just move around. Pretty much. Uh, that does sound nice. Yeah, is, there, is there a whiteboard? Yeah. There is yeah. a whiteboard. Okay. Which Gantz made extensive use of. Yeah. Usually, you're, you walk into the basement, and you're, like, everybody's kind of, like, sitting, hanging out, like, catching up with each other. And then, like, there's a whiteboard there. We're waiting for Patrick, like, you know, to kind of, like, draw us in and get things started. And then, you know, uh, his wife would start vacuuming upstairs, and we'd just be like... It sounded like a leaf blower. How dirty is that fucking place, right? Uh, but no, the, I remember the whiteboard would always be decorated, like, draw some sort of diagram that would be like, what is... He's like, teaching a math class down here. Yeah. And then he'd explain what was going on. Uh, and, you know, it's like all of this theory, improv theory. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of pictures in my phone of, like, these whiteboards. So I would remember what they said. I know, yeah. The best part is we got into, like, a kind of a headier place. Like, it was a lot of words. And everyone's just listening to someone mow the lot of stairs <laughs> the whole time. Uh, yeah, it's great that they wait. Yeah, till that is someone shaving their pubes. Can you believe that? <laughs> they had to get out the it? head strimmers for that. Weed whackers. <laughs> so the basement. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's basement. it's a weird dichotomy, right? Because like, I mean, you, you look. I mean, it's like, I, I guess like it, it it wasn't like dirty, but it wasn't clean. <laughs> um, Patrick, I'm go. so sorry. It wasn't like a total like sex dungeon or anything, yeah. but. It was partially a sex dungeon. <laughs> you, could, you could see how you could put a sex dungeon in there. I just, I, I'm picturing a swing on the wings. But, I mean, it was like, I, I, there's so many things that, like, because, like, I, I mean, for me, like, because, like, the Johnsons was my first house team, like, there's so many things that, like, I took, it, like, took for granted. Like, the fact that we had a space outside of the theater that was, like, big enough to have, like, uh, improv practices where you could run a practice set. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like a... I mean, it was a basement with, like, low ceilings and, like, you know, like, linoleum tile floor, but then you're like, oh, that's, like, invaluable. Like, like 
I've been with other teams, and it's like, oh, we have to, like, beg the hostel to, like, let us use their basement. Um, and then, like, yeah, and, then, and like, that, the other note on that is just, like, like Gantz always had a lesson plan. Like, how long did we practice? Like, two years? Yeah. Two years, and, like, he, every week, he had a lesson plan. He had exercises, and then, like, he had, like, warm-ups and then exercises geared toward a specific skill. And, like, I have coached a team for six months and I have taught classes for like eight weeks at a time. And the only reason I've ever had a lesson plan is because I just stole one from Gantz. <laughs> like that's really hard. And he did it every week for three years. It was crazy. Yeah. I can, I mean, I can relate to that uh, in a big way. That where it's just like the only way I felt like I, would, I was ever prepared to do any coaching or teaching of improv was by calling things directly yeah. from Patrick's yeah. uh, words, website, you know, every, all the material he's just made. Uh, available, but those class, I mean, those those basement sessions every week took me from a place as an improviser where I felt like, oh, maybe I can do like sort of what Jesse said, where it's like I can do some characters and emotion, but kind of like re uh, changed the way I thought about improv so that I was able to uh, approach it in multiple ways that I uh, was able to like come on stage like with ideas already that I could build on other people's ideas. It made me a better improviser to, like, do those reps. You know, it was just, like, working out to make those muscles stronger. Uh, so it was definitely an invaluable resource. I would say also I got really used to, like, hard notes or, like, like oh, yeah. specific notes. And I feel like after you're out of classes, you don't really get as specific pointed notes about ways that you as an ensemble or as an individual can improve. And that's, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone who gets past a certain point, you're really hungry for that. And I think I, I just got really accustomed to getting weekly notes about your performance. So you really, you get that feedback really frequently. Yeah, our shows ever since have been very weird. <laughs> and I think that's kind of a symptom of, of how we're doing things these days without that structure. I feel like our shows have been okay. I mean, they've been... <laughs> no, no. Weird doesn't no, mean no, bad. No. Yeah, right. Weird doesn't mean bad. They've been very, very fun, but they've been just so strange. But I think that, I, I think though the reps that we've done, you know, as performers and understanding how to support, I mean, because that's our strength as a team, is support, you know, if it's weird, we make that weird make sense, you know? And I think that's what uh, works for us as a team, and it's because of that time, like, working through, like, figuring out, okay, maybe we need to go back to basics, you know, just like a basketball coach. Uh, Patrick would be like, you know, you, you got to do, you got to get back to just like dribbling again and make sure that works. And uh, that was invaluable. It really, I think, helped us like return to uh, some like ideal ways to perform uh, and made us stronger as a team, you know. I think, uh, yeah, the last, like, show we did, I was like, that is my favorite set of improv, like, ever. I don't remember. It was like we hadn't practiced in months, but, like, we were just, like, and we hadn't, like, seen each other in months. <laughs> it was like we just got on stage and did it, and it was uh, outstanding. And I, I think that the tighter you practice for a really long time, discipline sets you free, that, like, we got so comfortable and, like, we're so on the same page about stuff that you can just play. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, I don't know. Group mind. Yeah. Oh, Patrick Gans is very excited that you said group mind. <laughs> he listens back. You see, for the non-improvisers, group mind is when everyone is thinking about the same thing and are on the same page and synchronized. Read 1984. Oh. <laughs> Great. Well, let's do uh, last licks. Uh, anything else you want to say? Last chance to prune into the mic. Uh, I, like only because like there's like a like like there's a few members of Da Vinci in the audience. Like I, I feel like Da Vinci and the Johnsons were like the yin and yang of 
uh, like what I think of as like the third wave of uh, of the theater. And like just to say that like I'm very glad that I spent time with the Johnsons and like I feel great about it. But like again, I won't speak for everybody, but I like I remember early days like us talking about like how we did feel like professional and like coworkers. Uh, and like that felt good in a way, but we were very jealous of the Da Vinci thing where like you guys, you guys like, Friends. I mean, like for better or for worse, you guys were like passionate. Like you guys seem to be like, like, you guys like have tattoos together probably. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, so, yeah, I and I would get it. I would understand. Like we liked each other, but you guys like alternatingly loved and hated each other. <laughs> and it was like. Yeah, it's like, you know, like, uh, I would, you know, anyway, but like, I, I just, and it's like, in, in in the way that, like, I feel very, like, um, I feel, like, very closely affiliated with Gantz, like, Pyjor is, like, this mysterious other that, like, I really wish I, like, understood Pyjor better, and I wish I could do more Pyjor-esque uh, improv, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Why stop? There's still time. <laughs> There's still time. I... <laughs> I I was always like if I because uh, us and Da Vinci played on opposite Saturday nights so like anytime I would go to do a Da Vinci show I was just jealous of how they played I was yeah. like well, what the fuck are we doing yeah. but it was like it was just like it kept uh, me being kept me wanting to improve and uh, play better yeah I am um, okay I was going through my phone the other day and I came across the um, voicemail. From Patrick saying I got on the Johnsons. Oh. Yeah. That I have still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, pi- I picked up the phone. I was actually there, and it was kind of awkward, actually. <laughs> like, hey, hey, John. What? Hey, um, just want to know if you want to be on uh, on my improv team. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I'll think about it. <laughs> no, I was, I was enthusiastic. I loved it. Yeah, and I remember when we all got here and found out, like, I took classes with a bunch of Da Vinci people, so I was like, duh, I'm going to be on a team with those guys. <laughs> and then uh, we showed up, and I was like, who are these people on my team? And uh, I'm so glad it was them. Yeah. That reminds me of uh, when I got my house team call. It was from Scott, which is the only reason I'm bringing it up, because he's here. Uh, I missed his call, and I had the voicemail. And then I called him back and had to leave him a voicemail. <laughs> and we just played phone tag at like 9.30 at night. Oh, it was very stressful. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, well, I, uh, I was a later addition to the Johnsons. I wasn't part of the first uh, wave of the Johnsons. But I was, uh, I was added a, uh, with a different audition uh, group. But I was like a, well, the only person added at that point. I was like this extra addition. And I remember Patrick Gantz, he sort of courted me beforehand, which I guess he's been known to do with improvisers. He really wants, like, I was listening to your podcast with Joe, uh, Joe Mack, who's also a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a Johnson, who is not here. Fuck, Fuck Joe. Joe. He's in Germany. Uh, he lives here. Yeah. Call out Joe Mack. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, I remember Patrick Gantz after a, a class show, uh, like, uh, pulled me aside at Saison Market and just, like, talked to me for a long time, like, was really talking to me. I was like, you think this guy's into me or something? I'm not really, I'm not really sure. But, uh, but you know, and then I, and then I was added to the Johnsons, and I was like, I don't know why I'm a part of this team, because I don't get the pattern stuff. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I, I just want to say I saw you in uh, the first time in a student show, 
And I was so impressed that I went back to the team and I was like, we got to get this guy. And Townsend's like, I don't know. We haven't seen him do it. It's like, no, no, really, he's great. You, and it was, there's a whole lot of backlash. And then immediately once everybody saw you perform, they were kind of like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get that guy. Oh, that's awesome. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I... Uh, <laughs> no, that's I remember, nice. I remember we finally decided, like, okay, it's Jonathan. We're putting him on the team. And then uh, we had Coalition Prom. Um, oh yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. that. And my, that I came, was, wait, I came, uh, I came in a dress. Yeah, that's my first time meeting you, crossing. and what, you were in a dress and prom? climbing the walls. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. A... We have a couple of proms. The five-year anniversary a... of the RCC of the uh, the Richmond Comedy Coalition being a thing. Yeah. Yeah, at Triple Crossing downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. I met you that night in a dress, and I was like, "Yeah, this is the guy." Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't really know anybody at the theater, and uh, I don't know why I do this sort of thing because I'm very socially anxious. But I came in a dress and was like climbing walls and dancing around a pole. It was like, look at me. I guess I'm a part of this now, uh, and I guess I am. So, you uh, know, I just like I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be a part of a, a group of people that you know feels like family to me. Uh, and Patrick, who feels very much like he's a mentor, he's like an improv dad, you know, and uh, now he has a child of his own, yeah. uh, and it's been great to see, like, kind of that journey for him and be there as, like, his surrogate kids uh, up until yeah. he uh, had, had had his own. When I think, like, it felt pretty special, too. Like, so, Jesse, did you come on at the same time as Joe then? Yeah, Joe okay. Mack and I... Uh, stepped on at the same time. Right. So I, so it was like both times when we added people, like when we added, like, there's like, we're going to add somebody. Here's the crop. Who do we think we want? Blah, 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 blah. And like, everybody was like, well, it'd be cool if we can get Jonathan. Like, uh, like John was saying, it was like, well, it'd be cool if we can get Jonathan. But like, you know, I think everybody's going to want him. And then Patrick was like, I think we got Jonathan. I was like, oh, cool. And then like, and then the second time around was like, all right, well, here's the crop. We're going to add one, maybe two. Like, who, who do we think we want? It was like, well, you know, I mean, like, Joe and Jesse would be great. Like, but obviously we're not going to get both of them. And then, like, Patrick was like, I think we're getting Joe and Jesse. And we were like, what? Are you a wizard? <laughs> like, yeah. how do you keep grabbing the best people? This is insane. Joe always, Joe always says, too, that he thought that you and him were, like, against each other. And Patrick, I do remember the first practice they came to was like, this is a four-week trial. We're going to try you out. And if it <laughs> yeah, works, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, know, you know, I think he said at the end of practice, like, okay, really, you're in the team. But I think Joe <laughs> yeah. thought you guys were, like, we're picking between you. Oh, yeah. I didn't think that. <laughs> I didn't think it was a competition. I just was like, we're just trying this thing out. Uh, something I would say is um, just, like, overall, you know, when you start this journey of improv and learning the skill set and being, like, trying it on as a philosophy and getting part of a uh, community is I really loved stepping into a team that already had like a really strong um, perspective and skill set. And I think it's really important to play with people who are better than you. And I think that's something that the Johnsons was really instrumental for me was the skill set of the patterns and the games and the group mind and like the, the structure that was really nice. And so that's something that like I really valued was being a part of something that was really better than what I was, and, like, you really have to kind of step up and, and get to that level. Um, so I, I just really appreciated that. Yeah, yeah. word. Great. Well, uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you guys so much for doing this show. I really do appreciate it. Uh, thank you guys for doing all the shows that you have done. You brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. Uh, let's get it up for the Johnsons, everybody. Thank you guys so much for coming out. Uh, and thank you guys for being at the show. Uh, have a good night. Thanks, guys. Goodbye.
kind of square footage does that apartment have? The vacuum is the new Johnson. 